And this time around, he is in. He's well, talking to the microphone. We're on Snapchat. Did you right. download it yet? All right. Well, the people on radio could care less that we're on Snapchat. So stop clowning around with that thing and focus on this. <laughs> you and this Snapchat Listen, thing. Listen, it's cold. People were wearing fur coats. It's 50 here. You think it's uh, 20 you, here. You have more gadgets. He's our buddy John from johnsyndicate.com. He's back in town. We love having him on board. 800-880-7507. 800-880-7507. John is here. Mike is back in Baltimore. Uh, let's bring Mike in for one second. Mike, you can picture this. He literally—I have never seen anything like this. Alan's laughing. Alan, can he picture it? He's watching me live on my website. All right. He has three. Count them. Three laptops running at the same time, and then pulls the phone out and starts yapping about Snapchat. How do how do you keep him focused? Well, I mean, he's always focused. He's got laptops. He's got cameras. We got—I mean, we do it all because we try to always emulate the, and show the client that what we do on a daily basis. He was literally eating dinner with me last night at midnight, yeah. smoking a cigar, and he's on Snapchat at 5 in the morning before he gets on the plane, and now he's with you in studio. It's a, the, the, the radio studio is now, it's, it's like one of the towers at McCarran. Are you landing you planes heat, over there? You needed heat in here, so I brought some devices. <laughs> Listen, here, here, here's what I want to talk about, two things in, before we continue. I said last week, all the wise guys had plus eight. Don't think for a minute they didn't grab the minus six. And what do you know? It lands on seven. Yep. Yep. Baltimore, what do you know? Baltimore, New it England. It lands on seven. Baltimore, New England. Last night. Now, I, I will say this. I got a text this morning when I was on the plane. On the phone? On a computer? Um, uh, on, on the on the iPad? <laughs> I got a text this morning, and um, I will say that it says we were losing sixteen nothing and we lost thirty to twenty three. So I give them props for the comeback, especially since it was against Brady. That was from my son. Yeah, there you go. So, you know, <laughs> he, he, so we FaceTimed him when they were losing sixteen nothing, and Mike will say that my son was in a very negative mood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was shaking the phone. The phone was going up and down, and. At least you calmed down and said, look, buddy, just go to sleep. Hopefully they might win by the morning. They made a comeback. Look, they, they made, made a, they good made a comeback. And, you know, well, I heard you when I was driving down here because I was listening to you on the radio, and you said it should have been a blowout. It should have been a blowout. But blood. that's the nature of football. Well, no, no, I was gonna, I'm, not, I'm not shooting holes at it. I'm saying, and you talk about playing a second-half wager, and you say, well, Baltimore's got an opportunity to, you know, come back and make a game of this or just live the fight another day and roll over. And I got news for you. It was a whisker away from being an absolute boat race, and then the Patriots gave him an opportunity with a special teams miscue, but Baltimore's a good team. They kicked the door down, and they got right back in it, and they have an opportunity. But then one play, Mike, you get a defensive breakdown, and Hogan gets the long pass. Um, I, I know Baltimore wants another kick at them, and that this is going to be a great stretch run. Who do you think, who do you think wins this division? Baltimore or Pittsburgh? I mean, it's really it's what it's going to come down to is next week against Pittsburgh. I mean, we have two division games left, but that's really the game because even if we're tied with them at the end of the at the end of the season and we have the tiebreaker, which would be the division, and if we have versus them beating them two times, even if we finish tied, because we have such a rough schedule ahead with two games being on the road, we have Philly at home laying six, which Philly's they've fallen apart. Wentz is just not the same player. The beginning of the season, he's hit that rookie wall. 
Um, it's going to be tough to tell. We have a bad coaching staff right now. I've been saying this all season with you guys. Terrible coaching staff, not putting the players in the right positions. And with Jimmy Smith going out, I don't know how bad the injury is yet. They haven't done an MRI. That could be a very tough loss for a secondary that's already beat up. I was going to text you on Sunday. When you turn on the TV and there's blankets of snow in Buffalo, and I have a I nice wasn't done with your Ravens. And I have a nice play on Buffalo on Sunday. Shouldn't I have the edge? Oops. Shouldn't I have the edge <laughs> when Pittsburgh goes no. up there? No. Shouldn't I have the edge? The crowd's pumped. It's snowing. Come on, Brian. Well, Give me a little edge there. And, uh, well, instead, I, I turned well, it you know, 14 nothing well, in four well, seconds. I, I played the over in the game because, it, and, and frankly, here, the second half of it, here, here's the irony of all ironies. Pittsburgh should have won that game by 28 points. Ben Roethlisberger could not play, have played a worse game. He threw two horrible picks, one in the end zone on a cupcake touchdown. Le'Veon Bell comes up with an all-time performance. Uh, so, it's, but the, the reason you, you look at for a game to go up and down the field like that in those conditions, it wasn't windy. It was snow. And right. the bottom line is, Heinz Field is windier than probably every stadium in the league. But listen, let's also talk about, as we discussed on my video report on, on Sunday, which is people are hyper-focused on the NFL and college football and the bowl games, and we always talk about on our video, it's, not, it's also when you play. Yep. On December 5th, I made a play on Army plus 7.5, yep. and they played at the Ravens Stadium at M&T Bank Stadium, Army-Navy in the bowl game. It closed at 4.5. Now, well, now you gotta, you, I mean, you know you got to break. Right with the quarterback getting hurt. Right, but that, but that's all but, well but and good. The bottom line but is you this. took advantage I got of the it. best of the number. And well, you so, were gonna, I mean, you were gonna play him either way. Either way, but I, it, they win the game outright. Here's the bottom line: you have to, people waiting till last minute to play these bowl games when you you should be line shopping to get the right number. It's all about when you play, especially in bowl games, not waiting till the day of the game. Also, not being hyper focused. We've been playing NBA every day. Even on Sunday, clients, you give them an NBA game, they go, what are you talking about? I give them the guy, the Philadelphia 76ers on Sunday. He goes, what, the Eagles? I mean, the bottom line is you're in it to make money. You're not worried about what shape the ball is. It's simply just to make money. And I was looking at the – Well, let me ask you a question. Now, you had a big opportunity. Did you step in the plate, uh, up to the plate with this, with Army up 14 nothing? At the break. Right. And you're catching four and a half. Right. Did you come back with Navy the other way and no, scoop actually, up both I ends? No, I actually did it before the game. I had plus seven and a half and minus four and a half for a small position the other way before the game even started. Okay. So, you know, and, I, and you could say I threw away a portion of the play, but you know what? I had a three-point middle. So you got it. The only, the, only, the only caveat I would say was with basically, though, it was – Kind of, you know, over the four and a half. So it was, it was above the key number aspect of that. Right. But what an, I mean, but when you, and you do do things this way when you're, you're playing these, these half times. Right. That if you've got that play. Well, so for instance, on Phil, on the Philadelphia 76er game on Sunday, they were up 23 at the half, getting 12. And then they made a minus 12 in the second half. They actually lost that second half play, but I came back and took a little bit on the minus 12 in the second. You have to. You have a 12-point dog in NBA up 23 at the half. You obviously have to come back, and you have to take them in the second half unless you're just greedy. Um, the, the whole concept is you're, when, when you step away from 
betting to trading and you're just looking to maximize your profits, this is the time of year that I love because people stop having an opinion. You know, you, you have an opinion on the sports that you love, but most of these guys are not looking at these obscure little basketball games. They, they don't even, they're not even looking at them. They don't care about them. It's not fun for them. The Canisius uh, games you, of you the know, world. Yeah, like tonight, like I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. You know, I'm, I'm like Hofstra's, exactly. Canisius, I, tonight Monmouth. You know, right. I mean, I, those, those smaller schools, those games matter just as and much. And the limits as are obviously with Kansas. You, you know. know, when you go to those books here, they're going to limit you. You can't even get down the same action that you would get down on an NFL game. And people brag that they can go and bet a hundred thousand on an NFL game. Yeah, because the liquidity's there. Because anybody and their mother can bet that NFL game, and the market's there. To, to, there's plenty of losers on and winners on both sides of that game. So you know what we see this time of year is trying to get people to be. M- multi-dimensional because they're hyper-focused on these bowl games. But, again, you have a few games, and then the whole concept is by the time Saturday and Sunday comes, you want to actually be up money playing all the sports. You know, with the hockey, you look at games like yesterday, that's seven over. But look at the line itself. Who's laying 340? No one. Who's laying 345? No one. one. I mean, the only thing you're – how much should I play on Buffalo tonight? No, no, no. It's not (laughs) <laughs> I'm not, not taking. I'm just saying. I'm just. I just. I throw it out there. But for, I mean, really, their own edification. They're fourteen and one. The last. You're going to lay three forty-five, or you're going to lay the puck line. See me. If well, I, no, it's puck line or nothing. But right. even the puck line at three forty, you're still probably, You're probably still minus a dollar thirty, dollar right. thirty-five. Exactly. That the total was the way to go, and they've gone over the total in nine straight games. They covered the total themselves. Right. You know. Uh, how about the bowl season, Mike? Getting ready and geared up for that. Um, Basically, we get it rolling Saturday you know the, with the four games. The number one team against the point spread in college, do you know what it is? I do, because I just was reading an article. You know what it is? Tell me. Penn State. Nittany Lions. Catching, is that still seven? The number one covering team against the spread in college football. Michael, you ready for bowl season? I'm pumped. I mean, we got games starting this Saturday, and, and it's going to be bowl week going on for the remainder until the new year and into the new year with the big with the final four and obviously the championship game. But as we talked about last week, that that neutral field and seeing these teams travel, you want to catch that number early, not waiting till the day because those lines are going to be extremely sharp and you can get good value right now prior to the for the week into the weekend even starting. Yeah, Mike, excuse you for talking when John interrupted you. Oh, I'm sorry. So, so no, sorry. He, no, you're talking. He just he just looks at me and forgets he's talking into Mike. Well, what's that Penn State line? Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Hey, Brian, I haven't I have not brutal. forgotten about my uh, my Chicken Buffalo out. Wild Wings from the beginning. Well, of I know. Season. Well, I, I, come on out. I, I that first game of the year. I I'm I'm, yep. I'm waiting. Well, when's he going to bring you back? I'll be back. I'll be I'll be back before you can blink. Hey, you do the soccer out of curiosity. I actually found myself watching this thing, and it was it was really good. It was the MLS championship game the other night with Seattle and Toronto playing in like a wind chill of ten degrees? Did the dog win or the favorite? Is that, is the that, dog, is that why they didn't score a goal? They didn't. Well, they didn't score a goal because Seattle didn't have a shot on goal the whole game, and the Seattle goaltender stood on his head literally. And uh, maybe they, the ball was frozen. Oh my! Oh the oh the one oh Mike! I'm telling you, this one guy, the guy gets the ball just at the top of the uh, penalty area. He gets the ball at his feet with his back turned to the goal. He spins and turns, and I mean, 
he gets all of it. And from about seven feet, he hits this guy from Seattle, I mean, flush in the face with a ball in 10 degree. It was like, oh, is this guy even going to get up? <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, that had to hurt so much. Anyway, I know you follow the soccer. I was watching it the other night. So let me ask, to digress with the, the hockey that you're going to be talking, I see Dana just walked in. When you're betting these games, uh, will you – do you look at these minus – like I'm looking tonight. You got minus 200 on the, on um, Detroit Wed Rings. Two, you know, you got – you're laying the big wood on that. You look – you got Carolina. Where's the value in these games? I mean – are these dogs coming in? I asked it last time. I'm not really hyped. I'm not following it like baseball. Or are the favorites still winning majority of the time? Can, you're asking. Can, can Carolina. Uh, Carolina. Uh, and, Show me your and, my, I, my computer just froze. I don't believe this. You got Carolina against Vancouver. You know why my computer just froze? You got three computers. I'm sucking it up. I'm sucking you, the you power up. the wife Car- up. Carolina against Vancouver against Carolina. Yeah, it's 200. It. And then you got the other game. It's two thirty. So uh, Detroit against Arizona. I mean, are, you're talking about the goalie being like the pitcher. I mean, I don't buy it. No, you're either. I mean, it, when the number is that big, you're either playing the dog, the puck line, or just run away from it. And 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 that's why I, I play total seventy seventy five percent of the time. Because if you're right about to me, the safer thing is if you're on board with the pace of play in a game. Uh, you know, no, no, it never. I mean, I would I would say this. I would put a, a distinct rule of thumb on it, unless you want to bet your lungs on something. I would never lay more than thirty-five. Cents. I would never. I, I think you're doing nobody any justice anywhere to lay more than thirty, thirty-five cents in a hockey game. You have to end. Stupid. I have to end this segment with this. The wise guy NFL game team of the year has been the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. Every week, these wise guys bang the Browns, bang the Browns for value because they know that the line is overvalued against the Browns. This week, they make Buffalo a 10-point favorite against the Browns. Now, we're not worried about whether they're going to win the game, Brian. The question is, is there value on the Browns plus 10 to cover at Buffalo? Uh, yes, there is, the, uh, for a number of reasons. They're in disarray. They realize they've blown an opportunity. Because if uh, you think so, you want to play them now, not at 8 or 7 by game. Well, here, but here's the thing. And this number on the premise that it could plummet? It will. Well, it could because there is a chance, and we haven't heard anything yet this week, but the Tyrod Taylor situation, right? he's going to be making $27 million next year. Right. The Bills aren't signing that deal. So now because they, they said they gave him a season and he bet on himself, uh, this year to get that big money, and it failed. So they're not probably now, it, it, unless they can somehow renegotiate this thing with him, now they, they're, they're in a pickle. They may play the rookie, Cardell Jones, a quarterback, who hasn't played a snap this entire year to give him a look. Now, we're not going to know that until probably after practice uh, Wednesday or Thursday. And if it comes out that the rookie quarterback's going to play, that number's going to come down to eight and a half. Or do you take the position that Cleveland's just going to just go zero and sixteen and just not just? No, I would think I would say this. I think Cleveland's way more motivated because no one wants to go zero and sixteen, right? And the Bills are pouting, right? And the coach has one foot in the grave and the other in a banana peel, right? And the Jets show they could come back and win a game in overtime last week. So I, I would say to you that would be a game that I would stay about. Um, 
two continents away from. Right. And, if you, again, Ravens, perfect example, coming off the Monday night win. A lot of people like to play on the Monday night loser. Ravens seem to perform very well at home. Right now it's under the key number of seven minus six against Philly. So if you like the Ravens and you're taking that philosophy, again, it's not the way I play. you got to play them now because you know it's going to hit seven by game time just by virtue of the fact they're playing at home. And for whatever reason, when they're at home, it's a different team. What's the weather like back there, Mike? Um, it's about a 35, a little gloomy, but it's, it's pretty good. It's not too, not too windy today. So you guys haven't been dealing with the nonsense that the Northeast It was 50 the other day. So it, keep, it goes. <laughs> it's the cold and flu but season. Brian, are you excited? Because next Tuesday before my plane flight back, I'll be staying with you right here. You'll be here on a whole other week. A right week. Here. Are you here all week, or are you, are you bopping around to California? And Depends what the clients are calling. But right now they're mostly coming to me here in Vegas. I said, just come, come to me. All right. Well, Mike, you get out here, man. I, I'll put the order in on the chicken wings, all right? I got you, got I got you covered, man. You, you got to come back to collect. What do you want me to do? I'm not going to send stale chicken cross country. Um, I'll, I'll see you in person. I'm going to the security. John, step out of line. You got off. Why do you have a box of chicken wings in your bag? <laughs> <laughs> really? There you go. Uh, you can get hold of the guys. 1-800-880-7507. 800-880-7507. JohnSyndicate.com. Mike, as always, bud, thank you. Yep. You guys right. have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, man, good to see you. Uh, we will see you during the course of the week. And we've got Vegas Hockey Hotline coming up in the on-deck circle. Don't forget... Our friends at Oasis, they had a great time last night, 4955 South Decatur with a great Monday night party. Book your Christmas parties at the banquet room there. Give them a call, 579-2237. And over at the Superbook, don't forget you got Football Central in the Shimmer Theater and the mobile app, the Jay Cornegay, Jeff Sherman, all the great offerings that are on the wagering board are all available on the mobile app at the Superbook. Uh, the on-deck circle, it's time to talk hockey. Vegas Hockey Hotline coming up next, AM 1400 KSHP. We're going to take a little bit of a break, and we're coming back. And we've got you covered on frozen water with Vegas Hockey Hotline, AM 1400 KSHP. sports 